Welcome to the Playdate Podcast. The podcast where each episode we discover a new song made and sent in by a complete stranger. I'm Slow Magic. I'm an anonymous masked electronic musician. And I'm Dream Angel, creative director, and I make pretty things. Welcome to this week's episode, players. Nice. I like that. the playdate podcast hey everyone how's it going this week's theme song remix was by john luke irl good friend of ours and awesome guy and we asked him some questions so let's listen take it away john luke hey this is john luke irl and you're listening to the playdate podcast with slow magic and dream angel Now, one thing I've been into lately is going on walks. Um, Walking specifically is one of the ways where I get to go clear my mind. I come up with new creative ideas while I'm walking, and I also like work out through problems too. So, you know, if you're ever feeling stuck or you have like like a writer's block or whatever, artist block of any sort, I suggest going on a walk. It really, really helps. Now, one song that I think everybody should listen to is Honey Barbecue Chicken Strip Sandwich by LDFD. It is one of the greatest, most heaviest songs ever, and I hope one day I can create a song as epic as that. So thank you for answering our questions. I really relate to the walking part. I actually just wrote a blog post about that on my blog, which is called dreamlinealliance.com, and I really feel like it is the best way to get focused if you're feeling any sort of creative block and to just feel happier we've been taking one at like 2 p.m every day yeah that's like the best best part of our day is taking a walk so that's awesome that you feel the same way about creative it really is good for creative energy we should all go on a walk let's go on a walk right now after well while listening to this podcast put it in your earbuds and go out and go for a walk yeah perfect (laughs) i also had never heard of this song honey barbecue chicken strips sandwich before and i checked it out it's so sick here's a little bit of that it is very hard like you said it's so cool so cool (laughs) so thanks so much um this remix is amazing so if you want to listen to the full remix by john luke irl that is on our website which is slowmagic.cool slash playdate awesome so players um we are trying to come up with a name for our listeners and i came up with the idea of players but we're not quite sure if it's basically i don't know if that would work but we're trying to come <laughs> up with a name so actually we were supposed to write down names of the the what the what our squad is called 
but and we did. I forgot. So I did too. I completely forgot. <laughs> Here's some ideas I have. Um, play gang. How about I've got one idea and it's players. What do you guys think of that? Basically, play squad. We got listenership, like a boat. We need help. We need you guys to help because us come the, up with yeah a name for y'all. Because the logical name would honestly be playmates, but that's really not. It's been used by another like more, thing. Yeah, that we don't need to reference, but. Playboys, playgirls, that doesn't work either. Yeah, it's all too... Basically, basically, we... I sound like a baby. <laughs> basically, we need a name for y'all because you are an army. And uh, yeah, so anyway, welcome to the episode number two. We are here. We've got a candle lit. We, we got... do. We got... It's very moody. We have a plant, so... What are you drinking tonight, Dream Angel? I am drinking elderberry and echinacea tea with honey. What about you? I'm drinking sparkling water with a little bit of lemon. Not sparkling coffee. I think a few people were a bit like triggered by my <laughs> sparkling coffee last week, but was I one of them? Because yes, I, <laughs> I just want to say for the record, it is weird and I like it. But yeah. Fun fact, that's definitely something that you read on a pillowcase. Um, yes. Okay. How are you? How are you doing this week, Dream Angel? I'm doing well. Well? Yeah, something's making like a jingling sound, like a bell. I feel like the tea is making a sound. I think it's your sparkling water. <laughs> Regardless of that. <laughs> I am doing well. We had a lot of fun listening to songs this week, and we want to thank everyone for sending in their song. We had a lot of fun listening to them. Yeah, we had a lot of good submissions this week, and we are super overwhelmed already by how many songs and how many good songs we're getting. So if you want to send us your song, you can go to slowmagic.cool slash podcast and send us your song there. And we are listening to every single one, so we will not do every single song just by the nature of how much time we have and all that. But just send us your song. Send us a song, new song every month if you're like really active and me making music, and we'll try to listen to them all. And yeah, send them there. Cool. So how are you? I'm doing well. Um, I feel like we've had like such a busy week. Um, it's only Wednesday. Wait, we're recording this on Wednesday. Is that like too behind the scenes? No. Um, I feel like whenever I listen to podcasts, I get confused because they're like, today's actually tomorrow and next week you'll be listening to this. So yeah, anyway. Today's actually Valentine's Day, but it's like, but I'm hearing this in June. Yeah. It's very well, this, awkward. This generic week has been very good. I mean, it's packed full of stuff. We've been like, Working on tons of things, but yeah, how about you? Almost too many things, but it's good. But I, I feel like we're, we're losing track of time. We're just, I don't know. I feel like we're working harder than we've ever worked before. Yeah, and there's a lot of things we're working on that we can't really talk about yet, but we That's will soon. Yes. We'll talk about them soon. It's true. But I am doing really 
well other than just being very busy. Nice. We've yes. been like walking outside more than ever and that's so nice. I don't know if we talked about that last week, but it's consistently like the best part of my day is walking Me outside. Too. We walk outside twice a day now, three times a day. Yeah, sometimes we'll go for one long walk, two Honestly, short walks. Honestly, we walked four times today. Damn. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That is crazy. Well, speaking of things that I want to plug, wait, were we talking about that? Yeah, now we are. I want to talk about some things I have coming up, which I can talk about, which is two shows coming up. First show is in Colorado, the 23rd of this month, February. And it's in Frisco, Colorado for Ski DM. Skidem? It's a ski festival featuring Toki Monster and many more. And it's going to be sick. We are hoping a lot of snow is up there because we love we snow. We love snow. And Seriously, if, we love snow. If you're the Colorado fan, come out. Just drive up that mountain and come hang out with us. And if you are a podcast fan listening to this, let us know if you're going to be there. Bye. Okay, and if you're there, this is my idea. Can you just raise your hand at the start of Soul Magic set so we can just know? Yes, raise but your hand. Only one hand, not both hands, because if you raise both hands, then it's misleading. And I will call on you like we're in school. Yeah, will you point to everybody who's got their hand up? Yes, but I also have one more thing I forgot. I didn't forget, but next, <laughs> there's another show, and that's March 21st in San Francisco at Bill Graham, and it's with the amazing San Holo and Manila Killa. That is going to be sick. And also, if you're a, a pod family or whatever we're going to call you guys, if you're there, also let us know. Maybe throw a paper airplane on stage that says, I listen to the podcast. Or maybe just raise your hands just so we know. Like, buy a show of hands. Or, like, hit us up and let us know you're going to be there. And if you see us, well, me, don't be afraid to say hi. Yeah. So that that's what I have coming up. Come see these shows. It's going to be awesome. I'm playing new stuff. So yeah, that's what I got going on. <laughs> cool. <laughs> do we have a theme song for plugs? Uh, da da do bam, plug-in. Plug-in. Cool. Cool. So? Now is the very special time of the podcast where I tell you some fun facts. Nice. And we are starting off. This is called Mariel's Fun Fact Corner. Yes, Mariel's Fun Fact Corner. It's the most fun place in the world. Anyways, this first fact comes from our nephew, Sailor. And he told me that... Hey, Sailor. Hey, Sailor. He told me that parrots live up to 50 years. And I looked this up, and parrots actually can live up to 100 years, which is some parrots. I don't know how often that happens, which is crazy. Wow, so... So parrots can, like, outlive you, which is insane. Wow. So, like, there's parrots out there that are talking and they're saying things that their possibly dead owner were saying. They outlive their owners. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> is that sad? I'm sorry. Kind of. <laughs> what I meant to say is, like, wow, they're old. That's interesting. They're old as crap. That's so cool. Thank you. <laughs> what? Thank you, Sailor. Yes, thank you. Okay, the next one comes from a Twitter user named at Dreamslog. And he told me that Hello Kitty is five apples tall. 
And I looked it up and she also weighs the amount of three apples. Now, I don't quite Whoa. know what that means, but... Obviously, that's 32 ounces. Everyone knows how much an apple weighs. So oh, yeah. It's four ounces. So... Don't check the math. So I like that. Thank you, both of you, for sending me your fun facts. Nice. I didn't... I didn't realize we'd get so many fun facts submissions already. This is <laughs> awesome, honestly. Now, now's the time for Mariel goes on Google and looks up fun facts and finds these ones. So my first one, and this is in no particular order, you can hear the difference between hot and cold water. Whoa. Right? And I guess it's because there's an obvious difference in the sound because one is more thick. Really? Wow. So yes. is and there the viscosity. like is there some sort of audio sample of that we could play right now? Okay, let's play hot water. And this is cold water. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Do they sound that different? I'm just so curious. What yeah, that's cool. <laughs> The next one is that Lincoln Logs, you know, the toy? Lincoln Park Logs. Yeah, Lincoln Park Logs. For anybody out there in the world who doesn't know what Lincoln Logs, I don't really know how to describe them, so you should probably Google it. Well, I can explain it. Okay, go ahead. So they're little logs that you build toys with. I know, but that sounds just <laughs> weird. I love Lincoln Logs. I played with those a lot. I used to use the long really? ones as drumsticks. Did you really? Yeah. So that's kind of how I got started. That is so cute. And I would hit little boxes and make a little drum set. That's cute. And my parents didn't hate me. That's and that so is cute. the best. <laughs> well, Lincoln Logs, they were invented by Frank Lloyd Wright's son, John Lloyd Wright. And he what? got the idea when he was working with his father in Japan on building the Imperial, Imperial Hotel in Tokyo, which I did not realize was built by Frank Lloyd Wright. Nice. There's so many facts jammed so many into this. Facts. Next one is that Lego is one of the largest tire manufacturers in the world. Really? I don't really have much more to say about that one, but I just thought that was interesting. Like, well, I let's, did not realize that. Let's explore this. So, they make tires out of Legos, and we drive on them. That's crazy. Like, have you ever <laughs> stepped on a Lego? Um, Yes. That's... I don't know if I have or if I just, like, know about the pain of stepping on a Lego. Well, I have, and let me tell you, it sucks. So, yeah, I guess that correlates somehow. That's awesome, though. Like, I didn't know they did more than just toys. And they're from Denmark, right? Well, I don't know if they produce... I honestly didn't think about this. I assumed they meant toy, like, like Lego tires for the toys. Read it again. <laughs> Lego produced 318 million tires in 2011. This is from 2011, so it could it be It doesn't say toy tires, though. Making them the world's largest tire manufacturer by number of units produced, but I assume <laughs> when you look at the picture that it's like... Oh, these are toy tires. Yeah. So technically, yeah. Yeah. They also made the most bricks. But then again, they could have made... No, they're definitely toy tires, you guys. These are toy tires. So in that case, they also made the most bricks. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. That's well, cool. I, I don't so know if that's true. Um, about the bricks. Let's talk about which one was our favorite. Oh, I have fact. one more. I have okay. one more. And this one's actually my favorite one. Cool. So there are trees that can grow up to six different types of fruit all on the same tree, and they're called fruit salad trees. Oh my god. Isn't that's that like. Cool? Is that. Do you have a photo? Like, I want to see this. I have that's like so a crazy. Bunch. I want one of these. 
It's like Animal Crossing. Yeah, do you think we have one right here? It looks kind of like our plant. I don't know. We gotta keep watering it. But I just feel like there's this one tree and it can grow lemons, limes, mandarins, oranges, tangelos, pomelos, grapefruits, and lemonades. What does that mean? Lemonade? Is that, you can't, what is a lemonade? Now I'm confused. That's like when life hands you lemonades. Okay, what okay else? apparently like a thing of lemonade just grows on your tree. Anyways. Nice. Does that have sugar? No. Nice. Well, it should, but no, that's awesome. No, it okay? Thanks for all those fun facts. That no was awesome. No problem. That was from me to you guys. Wait, which one was your favorite fact? Honestly. Be honest. The Lego one. Really? Yeah. Because at first I was imagining that Lego was just for some reason manufacturing real, real ass tires and like <laughs> for cars. So that's cool. And I want that to be the case. So I'm going to imagine it is. Cool. <laughs> and it is a fact. It is a fact. These are legally facts. It is they how are. they are. It's true. They are. So slow. What is one thing that you've been really into? Well, dream, angel, so... Okay, this is actually something that I've been into this week that you introduced me to. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so do you remember when you sent me this clip of Dr. Phil and oh, it was no. about... Oh, no. <laughs> so it was Dr. Phil, it was that episode, and it's about this guy who <laughs> thinks he's a cyborg, right? Right. So he's like, basically, here, I'll play a little clip. You have it all queued up. My son, Oren, thinks he's a cyborg from the year 2050. Mother, just come down. You are just disturbing come down. our operations. Listen, listen, we are receiving programming. We are watching video. We are learning. Learning what? Learning About what? the future. Your intensity will be matched as we try to save you and everyone that we know. He talks in a collective, everything is we. He hasn't said I in over a year. So basically, this is a crazy clip. This guy, he's like in his 20s and his mom is in there and he's like, apparently he just doesn't say I, he only says we. He believes he's a robot and an alien and all this crazy stuff. And so I looked into it a little bit. I was like, who's this guy? This is hilarious. This is crazy. And it turns out he's actually a pretty good rapper. <laughs> and his name is Oren. And he's sick. He's a good rapper. I feel like he just trolled Dr. Phil like super well. And his mom was in on it. Was she? I was wondering about that. I mean, that's my guess. Here's a little bit of his music. So yeah, that song's called Fear. It's like, he's really good at rapping. It kind of reminds me of like Blady and mm -hmm. stuff. And like, I feel like he's kind of a genius for going on to Dr. Phil. It was like this weird viral video that was really funny. But yeah, he's pretty sick actually. So I've been listening to him. Yeah, Dr. Phil has like got this ability to make weird people YouTube famous. Yeah, he makes he makes things happen, Dr. Phil. I feel like he should start his own like record label. Yeah. Like with like Bad Baby, this I can't guy. <laughs> think of anyone else, but yeah, like those two. Isn't there someone who's like afraid of pickles on there? I don't. I don't. Is know. that a different show, Maury? I'm I don't not know. a big 
Maury or Dr. Phil watcher? I'm a big Dr. Phil stan. Are you? Yeah. Well, he's just got the best people on there. So, yeah, that is my <laughs> thing I'm into this week. I guess that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's hilarious, but... No, it's cool. <laughs> the Dr. Phil parts. So, what are you into this week? This week, I am into camera apps. Nice. Two of them. One of them is one called Dazcam, which makes Polaroid-type pictures, or honestly, like, a bunch of... What are the other cameras? I can't think. Well, there's, like, just all these film apps or film cameras in there, like, different... And, like, video film, like... Yeah, it's kind of, like, become our secret weapon. Like, it's so good. You introduced me to this app. It's, like, so good. I feel like things have come a really long way since, like, Hipstamatic in the old days. And like, Which was honestly kind of trash. But it's... This we loved is awesome. it. It was, like, really good at the time. But this one, I feel like, just took it to the next level. Yeah. Just so fun. And that's inspired me to take more pictures on my phone. But also, and this one is not that underground. I don't actually think that one is, but it feels underground to me because I just learned about it. But Spark Camera, and that's a video making app where you can basically just take a bunch of clips and like it goes into one project. And I have a lot of fun making like little joke videos, but honestly, I like making recipe videos on there and just posting them to my TikTok to songs that are trending. Even if I don't know the song, it's kind of like this secret joy that I get to just choose like some random top song that I would never listen to otherwise. Yeah, this app is cool. It's like it's got a little circle that shows your progress of clips. It's like so simple. And it really just like limits you so you don't have to edit it too much, but you still get to edit it. Like you don't get all, I don't know. I get really like when I'm editing something. I get like really hyper-focused on things, which ends up taking way too much time. So this is a really efficient, fun way to do it. Nice. Yeah, I love like apps that have been coming out that just like actually work the way I feel like apps were supposed to work when we first got iPhones. Yeah, or like honestly, like they feel so legit because I feel like at one point camera apps were just kind of all like, this is like, yeah, like, or like an SLR like app or something weird. Like, like blur like, cam and it just looks like <laughs> crap. Yeah, these are like more fun. You get like a little bit of joy using them each time. Yeah, straight up Daz cam is like the film like algorithms or whatever like are really realistic and like it is it feels like just taking out a point and shoot like film camera. But one thing that I will say about it is that when we're on walks, you always stop to take pictures in Daz cam and that is something that's me taking pictures on walks is bad. Well, it just takes you a long time to like take out the app and like choose your phone filter thing. And sometimes I'll stop. Sometimes and, like, you get a little obsessed. I will take a lot of time taking photos on our walks. Yes, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't. It's it's fun. Well, sometimes I'll leave my phone at home though. I've been doing that more lately because like, not to sound like an old man, like <laughs> an old ass man, but like phones can be stressful. <laughs> I don't, I feel like they are stressful, young or old. I feel like phones are just these places of stress. Yeah, they're, they're good and bad, those phones of ours. <laughs> yes. Anyways. I like it to make telephone calls. Do you? Yeah, it makes SMS, text messages, and phone calls, even an email, on my telephone. That's beautiful. It's the future. That's beautiful. Anyways. Well, I think it's time for a break. 
I think so too. See you later, Kit Kat. Take a break. So this week's song is Feel Low by Minty. to breathe when the world is so mean and survival is critical I'm sorry to leave you in the dark don't get too close or else I'll be exposed don't want you to see me fall apart you see me you see me overthinking again self-deprecation never came this easy before it's not even my final form Yeah, I can feel low real fast And I pretend to be cool with that It's just a routine But I cling to the good things And hope that the good things will last This song is so fun and catchy and yeah. I know, I've been singing it. Yeah, it's so catchy, it's stuck in our head. My head, your head? Yeah, both of our heads, collectively. So, there's a lot to talk about here. First of all, this song is by Minty, aka her name is Abby. And yeah, this is a very fun, poppy song. That has very kind of sad lyrics, which I think makes for a really nice juxtaposition. True. It is it is heavy lyrically. I feel like it is covers like some real topics, but it's like what I like to call an happy sad. Like mm-hmm. it's got a very good balance between happy, 
sounds and sad mood content like the lyrics but yeah i mean there's so many examples of happy sad songs that i love that's kind of like my favorite thing i feel like we talked about this yeah. in the interview <laughs> it is your fa- it is your favorite thing we do talk about this a bit more with abby but yeah i like that mood that she's bringing it's very like melancholic and happy which is is honestly your favorite like i can't think of something that you enjoy more than a good happy sad song or a sad sounding song that has happy lyrics. But I don't know. I guess I just feel like I'm a complex emotional person. So maybe I just... Aren't we all? <laughs> no, just me. Cool. <laughs> I really like how sweet and happy her voice is. Yeah, her voice is super nice. It's and like... she's like delivering like such sort of heavy, emotionally charged words, which I, which I think is just In a really delicate, cool. delicate yeah. way, yeah. I don't know. It makes her message so much more powerful feeling in a way. I also really like the lyrics. I feel like they're really well written. Me too. So well written. Especially the chorus is so catchy and like, also really, I'm curious about, I, we didn't ask Abby in our interview coming up, but about that like vocoder part, that's like feel low part. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about that. So maybe we'll Maybe we'll figure something out about that. Yes. <laughs> In the future. <laughs> so if you were to add this song to a playlist, which songs would you put it in between? So, yeah, I feel like it definitely like has its own theme, genre. Like, I wouldn't say it's exactly like these bands or songs, but I just kind of had an idea of like, it would be after an Au Revoir Simone song um, and then before a Vampire Weekend song. Mm-hmm, I feel that. Like, I feel like it has some similar melodic elements, not maybe production-wise, but, like, something in the vocals and the melody reminds me of Vampire Weekend in, like, a really good way, but also has that pretty, delicate, feminine energy of Au Revoir Simone. Mm-hmm, I definitely agree. If I were to put this song on my playlist, it would be, for some reason, between the Hood Internet's song equal shot which has a beach house song called equal mind mashed up with a french montana song that's called something and it would be between that and a song by sia nice yeah i love that beach house song and that mashup Mm -hmm. i feel like we play that one a lot yes for sure nice so now I think it's an important time where we go into Mood AF. So Mood AF is our segment where we come up with the perfect situation that we can imagine this song being a soundtrack to. So Dream Angel, what is your Mood AF for this song? Mine would be... A situation where you're getting ready to face something that maybe you've been scared to do in the past or like a person that you want to stand up to or a feeling or anything and you're just like getting ready and you're looking in the mirror and you're like kind of like okay I can do this what about you nice no that's like it's very empowering I think yeah I do it too. has that energy it's like owning your sad feelings which is just a really 
Which powerful is powerful thing to do. That's honestly. more powerful than pretending you don't have them, but you're still gonna get up. That's so, so true. <laughs> so mine is I picture the song like you're walking by the water in New York City and you might not have just wait, <laughs> I wrote this down, I'm really bad at reading. <laughs> I'm gonna start over. Mine is I picture this song like you're walking by the water in New York City and you might have just gone through something tough, but you feel like getting back out and on your feet and being like, I got this, I can do this. I was like, kind of similar. Yeah, it's kind of the same. I, for some reason, pictured, like, this water. Like, what is the water in New York called? <laughs> the Hudson River. <laughs> right? Yeah, the ocean. The, the part where you walk and there's, like, this walkway by the water. Well, anyway. Like, along the west side. You lived in New York City, so. Yes. I've only been there. But, yeah, on the west side, there's, like, cooler place to walk. I just feel like something about the city, too. It's like, you go get them and... Like, who cares what happened? Yeah, it's got such a good, empowering vibe to it. I am terrified of this boat on the West Side Highway that I think has a plane on it. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this. It's like a air carrier thing like, like for the I army. I feel like that should be illegal just for like, because it's scary looking. You like, want to make the army illegal? No, I want to make planes on boats illegal on the side of the road. Maybe put them somewhere where you can't see them. Yeah, because honestly, I find it so uncomfortable. Like, I look at that and I can't sleep at night. You have, like, a phobia of big things in the water. Yeah, if anyone else has a phobia of big things in water, can you just hit me up about that so I don't feel so alone? Because I am so, like, the thought of a telephone pull in, well, I don't even want to talk about it, but, like, honestly, I do, like, the oil things in the middle. Yeah, those things I can't handle. Let's start a support group. Yeah, wait, do you have any big weird fears? Uh, my weird fear is failure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's my weird little no, fear. That, no, <laughs> do you have any weird fears? Uh, I don't know, like the dark? Like, I'm afraid of normal shit. Honestly, I feel like you and I are both kind of afraid of the dark. Yeah, we are afraid of the dark. We have a really, really cool nightlight that some friends of ours gave us. It's miffy, but... Shout out, Perry and Melissa. Yeah, shout out. If you're listening. But yeah, so I'm just afraid of like scary movies and normal things. Yeah, we're not a big scary movie fam. In our house, we don't watch scary movies unless we watch them by accident. Yeah. Well, you showed me this like kind of funny scary movie, The Langoliers by Stephen King. And, and by show you, I showed you, I showed you 10 minutes of it, which felt like the length of an entire movie. So basically, if you've not seen this movie, it's about... It, you don't really have to. It's. I'll sum it up for you. It's about these killer meatballs with like razor teeth that are actually computer generated from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw it once when I was sick at home when I was like really... Like it was just on TV when I was like... I want to say I was in third grade. Wow. Well, basically, all that to say, it freaked me out like a few days ago. This meatball movie made me kind of have a hard time going to bed so it really scared me like mom dad if you're listening to this can you tell me if you remember my fear of the langoliers or if i i may have just kept it a secret like harbored it you know well that's interesting like i actually accidentally watched like the first kind of half of it like that the movie clown, scared me the original clown movie and like i don't know if i ever told my parents either like i don't know mom dad do you remember me having nightmares for like two years about the clown <laughs> i was like really freaked out too like i'm i like had to like sleep 
my mom had to sleep in my bed with me. I was so scared of that movie. It's scary. And, like, I only saw the beginning, too. So, like, as a kid, like, I'm guessing they, like, kill him at the end. At least there's some kind of, like... I don't even remember the plot Well, basically, I, I just saw the scary part, and then I was like, I'm done, and then freaked out forever. So I just don't like clowns. I do not like clowns either. I think that's very normal, though. <laughs> yeah, like, I have an uncle who's super afraid of clowns. And, like, my grandmother, his... Mom has like a whole clown room, which I don't know what that's about. That's just kind of me. Do you think that's why? I don't know. That's wow. a good question. Anyways, enough well, about me. <laughs> back to the song. I mean, this was such a sick and catchy tune. Very poppy, fun song. I love it. Wait, I have another fun fact that's not related. What? <laughs> so apparently, and I can't really remember the full length or extent of this fact, but if you have a song stuck in your head... The song has been stuck in my head for a very long time. If you can sing the end of the song, because I guess humans, and I'm trying to paraphrase from memory from I don't even know how long ago, like we want things to be finished. So if we can like finish saying something or singing something, then we're it's more likely to like not get stuck in your head. So what's the last words to It's a Small World After All? It's a small world after all. It's that song's not fair. That might work, though. True. <laughs> Honestly, it's not stuck in my head. Well, Crazy. That song wasn't stuck in your head. True. Well, <laughs> so this song was a banger. We love it. Yes. And we're so stoked that Abby sent it to us. So thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Well, speaking of thanking her, um, why don't we thank her in person on the telephone right now? <laughs> Ring, 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 ring. Hello, my name is Abby, and my artist name is Minty. It's spelled M-I-N-T-E-A. And I'm a musician, and I'm also a barista and a photographer. Nice. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being on here. Well, thank you for having me. And what is your favorite drink to make as a barista or to drink? Maybe to drink more than to make. Um, I definitely love drinking lattes. And I also like making lattes, oat milk lattes. Nice. nice. Are you good at the artwork, like the latte art? Um, I've only been a barista for a year, and I've definitely improved a lot. And sometimes I make designs, I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. And then other times it looks really bad. So (laughs) I'm not as good as my other experienced coworkers, but I'm getting there. I imagine like oat milk is a little more difficult to do the art with but yeah what about almond milk do you have any tips for doing almond milk latte um so actually the almond milk we use um it was really bad for a really long time and it was almost impossible for me to make anything out of it it was like always very bubbly and very thin Mm -hmm. but i think they like switched the formula because lately it's been working amazingly so i don't know how all almond milks work but the one we have at the shop it improved somehow (laughs) maybe i gotta try some out (laughs) Yeah. Well, <laughs> so we're here to talk about your song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is called Feel Low, which we love. Yes. Thank you so much. What is the first thing you do when you start working on a song? What do you usually start with? Okay. So it's different every time. It's usually like a simple phrase or even sometimes a word that will come to mind, It depending on like how I'm feeling or what I'm experiencing. And 
sometimes that like one sentence that I have in my head, like I'll have to build around it. Other times, like I can just play around with my synth and then come up with a tune. And then I'm like, oh, this sounds cool. And then I could write lyrics to it. But a lot of the time, especially for Feel Low, it was just like this terrible feeling I had. And I just had like the self-deprecation phrase just in my head. Cool. Like I like about your song that it kind of is happy, sad, I guess is what I would Mm -hmm. call it. Like I I always like songs that are either about sad things but sound happy or vice versa. So like your favorite Mm -hmm. songs are happy, sad songs. Yeah, those are my favorite types of songs. So I guess regarding like the lyrics and all that and the the mood behind it, I guess uh, what is there like a story behind it or something like that? Yeah, so I was just at a really low point, obviously. Um, It was a little over a year ago now. It was like the beginning of 2019. And I just remember like laying on my bed and just feeling awful for a few weeks, just kind of like up and down, just having a really bad depressive episode. And like I said, just like that phrase self-deprecation was just like in my head and I wanted to write a song around it, but I don't really like to write sad songs that feel sad. I like to make them more upbeat and have like more of a positive note to them because all feelings are temporary. And I know that no matter how bad things are, they're always going to be better. So I don't, I don't know. I don't really like personally making really sad songs. (laughs) I like to have kind of a hopeful tone to them. Nice. I feel like um, the song you made in like that sad time is really awesome and happy and really like relatable. Yeah. It's such like a nice feeling to, listen to a song that is sad and happy, like happy, but sad. I don't know. It just like makes you feel a certain way. That's so nice. Yeah. Actually. A lot of my favorite songs have like the both in one. So, you know, which song do you think everyone should go and listen to? Speaking of happy, sad songs or not happy, sad songs. I li- so I literally just listened to this because it's a new song that came out today <laughs> and it's perfect for this topic. Um, so Grimes came out with a new song today. It's called nice. Delete Forever. And it perfectly captures happy and sad and I'm currently obsessed with it and I just listened to it for the first time like an hour ago nice I haven't yeah. heard that yet but I want to check it out did you listen to it on repeat because that's like my favorite yes. thing to find a song yes because Grimes is one of my favorite artists but she has like this kind of sound and she she plays around different sounds but she's mostly like electronic this one has like an early 2000s like sad pop sound to it and I'm obsessed and yeah I was listening to it for, like on repeat before this interview Nice. Um, I guess that is leads into the next question, which would be like, what are some influences, I guess, beyond Grimes or like things that inspired this song or just your songs in general? Okay, yeah. Um, well, I also really love just anything fictional. Like I love fantasy, sci-fi type things, movies, shows, games. Like I really connect with those fictional worlds and I derive a lot of inspiration from them because it's just kind of like, an escape from this reality. So I like to incorporate um, like inspiration from game soundtracks and from movie soundtracks and just things that make me happy as for other than music artists. Nice. Is there a specific game or movie soundtrack that you would shout out as like a huge inspiration? I do love the Undertale soundtrack a lot. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. It's very, I don't don't know. It's like silly and happy and some songs are just beautiful. That's a good one for sure. Um, with your own song, do you have a part of it that's your favorite? Um, I really like that I incorporated the term final form in it. 
Nice. I like that. I always, <laughs> like, when we're listening to it, I always notice that, and I like that, too. I was wondering about it. It's cool. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to ask, like, an annoying question, if that's okay. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So I hate being asked this question, so I'm going to ask you, what genre <laughs> do you think this song is? I always just describe my music as synth pop because I don't know how else to describe it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a good answer. I feel like <laughs> actually that for, that works. Yeah, that that's works. just what I tell people, but I don't I don't know like any any correct terms for genres or anything. Sounds correct though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. For I really like the artwork for this. Well, Do you have you. any like is there a story behind that or it just has like this nice for anyone who can't see it's got like a nice it's like pink feeling. I don't know how to explain it, but We'll post I'm sorry for that noise. My dog is scratching my door. Oh, that's all good. Yeah, that sounds cute. <laughs> I'm sorry for interrupting. Um, but yeah, so okay. for my album art that I usually do, um, I either draw it myself or I take a photo. So this one was obviously a photo that I took. Um, there wasn't really a deep story behind it, but since this story from the song kind of got inspired when I was just like having a really low point and I was literally just like laying on my bed looking at the ceiling I decided to just kind of take a low-key photo in my room on my bed <laughs> nice. um, I have like these colorful LED lights so I just made them pink so as a creative person how do you overcome like when you get stuck on a song or any project like that mm -hmm. um, well one thing I've been trying to work on first of all is like not beating myself up for it because I get really frustrated if I have no inspiration, but it's also good as an artist to like take those periods of rest and like, you don't always have to be creating. It's not your productivity isn't your worth. So that's like the first thing I've been working on, but also I think just spending time outside and spending time with friends or going back and rewatching my favorite movies, just anything that brings me comfort um, also usually ends up inspiring me. So nice. That's, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, self-doubt is really hard. I don't know. It's hard yeah. to, like, talk yourself out of it. I've been trying to do that, too. Mm -hmm. It's just hard to, like, train your brain to, I don't know, be nice to yourself, I guess. Right, for sure. And, like, the letting yourself have a break, that's something that is hard, for sure. Like, especially, like, feels like these days, there's a ton of pressure to, like, just keep, like, making stuff and releasing mm -hmm. stuff. And really a lot of different besides music fields, I think. So that's cool that you said that because I feel like we've both been trying to do that more. It's like take the weekend off or just like yeah, turn so off because you can't be creative like all the time. Yeah, definitely not. And like, I don't know, I've heard other people say like, when you don't want to create, that's when you should create the most. But I kind of disagree. Mm. I think you should. I think that's nonsense. I don't I think that's fair I at all. I agree. <laughs> it's not true. Don't yeah. listen to that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely doesn't. It doesn't make you feel good if you're forcing yourself to make something because it probably end up being bad if your if your heart's not really in it. Although I did learn that if you don't want to do an activity, if you do it for ten minutes, you're more likely to like fall through for an hour. But I don't know if that means it'll make anything hmm. good. But like maybe that's some more boring activities like taxes. Yeah, something. like if you don't feel like doing your taxes, just do it for ten minutes. Yeah, there you go. An hour. I definitely think that helps. Like sometimes even if I have no inspiration to make a new song, if I spend like 10 minutes um, on my guitar or something, it even just that will help keep me in that headspace. Yeah. Awesome. What is one thing that you've been into recently? And it doesn't have to be music or anything mm -hmm. in particular. It could just be anything. 
I have really been into taking my dogs on this really nice walk around a lake. And I have been getting more into like uh, cinematography or whatever you call it when you make videos. Mm -hmm. um, I've been doing a lot of that stuff for the coffee shop that I work at and just doing like the video and photography work. So that's been really fun. Like I really enjoy um, getting footage and editing it. Nice. Okay. So I have two questions. Okay. What kind of dogs and what are their names? Three <laughs> questions. Uh, first, I'll let you answer that. <laughs> okay. So they're both Shih Tzus. Um, they're small and fluffy and very bratty. And one is named Marzipan and the other one is Cute. Luna. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And my other question is, like, do you want to shout out the coffee shop or like, because I'm kind of interested. In I like how it's like the dogs and the coffee shop <laughs> are related. That's what I wanted to ask. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Um, it's Source Coffee House. It's in Connecticut, and it's really cool. Oh, you're from New England? I'm from New England. Hello. And from Hi. Vermont, though. But I love Vermont. It's very beautiful up there. Yeah, New England's great. We will, we'll have to come through to your coffee shop if we go by on okay. tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're in the area, I'll try to see your show. Nice. That would be cool. Yeah. We'll get you on the list. Okay, cool. <laughs> as long as you hook it up with, like, an oat milk latte. Oh, Maybe of two. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> awesome. What about the name mint tea? Is that because you like mint tea or? Yeah. Um, that's another one that doesn't have like a really deep story. I just wanted a one word name and I thought it was really cute. And whenever I'm recording vocals, I always like to have a hot drink with me. And a lot of those times I am drinking peppermint tea. Nice. Oh, I love peppermint yeah. tea. It's I'm so drinking good. some tea right now. Wow. But some, some chai tea. But that's cool. You also have really good SEO because your name is spelled specifically. Yes. To you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you didn't realize, yeah, no. <laughs> Do you have any other podcasts that you're into? Um, I do like podcasts, but I only listen to them if I'm already doing something because I, I will tend to lean towards music more so. I feel that. Nice. There's a couple of YouTubers I watch that make podcasts, but I need to find, like, good, real podcasts. Nice. Well, you can listen to this one. I yeah. will. <laughs> it's also just fun listening to, like, new artists. Like, this is a great way to discover new artists. So it's really cool that you guys are doing this. Awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah. Do you have a Spotify playlist that you most identify with? Or any playlist that... Hmm. I... I usually just make my own little playlist and, like, don't share them. <laughs> I should, yeah. I know, I should get into that. No, I was just asking because I can't find any that I really like to. So I was oh, looking, okay. I was like, maybe. <laughs> this is off air. Yeah, this is just. No. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Do you have anything that you want to plug or talk about? Well, I make music, obviously. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is sleepymintea. And I also post videos to my YouTube, which like covers and stuff. Um, I have okay. my music is on Spotify and Apple Music and Bandcamp. You could just look for me under my name, Mint Tea. Um, there's other usernames with the same one. So, I mean, good luck. It's like a scavenger hunt, but <laughs> I'm out there. Awesome. And we will include like all those links in our show notes. But yeah, thank you so much for yeah, being on you. here with us. Well, thank you for having me. It's a really cool opportunity. So that was Abby Minty, 
and thank you for talking to us and sharing your song. Um, that was really cool. Yeah, that was awesome. So, so <laughs> we want to thank some very special people right now. These are our patrons from Patreon, which if you want to join the Slow Magic Patreon, there's a ton of cool stuff going on over there. We already have a, a really cool active Discord, which has like been some of the nicest people we've talked to in a long time. Just like we're like trying to get our friend to stop smoking in there and we're trying to get these people to learn how to make music. It's awesome. We're building this community. So people are posting pictures from their day, which is my favorite part. Yeah. And it's just You're allowed to be a smoker in there too, but like if you want to quit, join, we'll help you out. Yeah, so, we'll be your supporters. <laughs> yeah, we're there to make dreams happen in the Patreon. So this is for our Magic VIPs, which is our top tier patrons. So we just wanna thank Kayla Smith. Manny Batista. Matthew Callis. Shout, shout out Matthew. Out. Our guest from last week. Hartwood, Lex Gabardine, Static, Anderson Pierce, and Neil. Thank you all so much for being our top tier patrons. You guys rock the most. Yes. And also just a shout out to all our imaginary friends and our imaginary best friends. It is going off over there. So join us. Yeah. And thank you for talking to us like all day long. Yeah. Join us at patreon.com slash slow magic today. And with that in mind, we are going to do our weekly question from our patrons. So yes. this week, and this is a patron thing, you can ask us questions. We're going to answer on the air. So this week's question comes from Lumi. And the question is, what advice would you give new musicians, DJs, and producers? Thanks, Lumi. So I'll let you start. So my advice would be to honestly I've got two my first one would be if you're doing a show just remember to like you're never too big to pack up your own stuff I mean maybe you have someone to do that for you at some point but always pack up your own stuff after your set just it's polite and don't go over into anyone else's set time that is like uh, yeah some rude thing that you just Sorry, I'm pouring some water. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to be rude. Just pick up your stuff and just be mindful of others. Also, be like, you got to trust yourself and trust your gut. If you're doing something, if you're making a song and someone like contacts you or like you, you get an opportunity, if it doesn't feel right and you're starting out and you feel like, oh, this is like, the only opportunity I may have, like just, if it doesn't feel right to you, don't do it. And this doesn't even have to be for music producers, for anybody. If you're doing something and someone contacts you or you're, I don't know, if an opportunity comes up and you don't feel right about it, don't do it or really think about it first because not everyone always has the best intentions. Yeah, trust your gut. That's, that's really good. Like if you feel uneasy about like a label or someone like, you're probably right. Like, just trust your gut. That's a good one. Um, Wait, also I have one more. Can I say yeah. one more? If you don't care about your project, no one else will. Like, you have to care about it always. Like, you can't, you can't leave it in anyone else's hands, basically. Nice. Yeah, that's some knowledge, straight knowledge. Especially, like, no one's 
no one's too good to carry their own gear like ever even if you have a million dollars or like tickets sold you're not better than carrying your stuff i mean yeah maybe you pay someone at that point but but at the end of the day someone has to do it yeah so yeah and if no one's gonna do it you do it that's like something that goes with all of this but okay so i have a lot of advice too here it is okay number one Okay, so you're starting out music. You're starting out want to be a big DJ, you want to be a big producer. You want to be like that. Here is all that you need. This is one simple <laughs> trick that honestly will change your life. Be nice. I was going to say that too. Be nice. Just be nice. Like, okay, you're going to meet, you're going to play a show. Like, no one shows up. A couple of people show up. You know, like, be nice. There's like... So many situations where, and you probably know this if you are starting out in music, you've probably played a show with some asshole, like, person who thinks they're really good and they're not. You probably would never play with them again. I was like, but why? Because they weren't nice. They weren't genuine. It's like, really, everything else doesn't matter unless you're nice. Um, it's so true. And that sort of thing, people remember people who are super nice. Like yeah. if you, and you're never too big to be nice to your fans. And if only two people show up to your show, like play for those two people because they came from wherever yeah. to see you and like it really means something and they will be like your biggest fans forever. Totally. So be nice, always be nice, but a few technical things. I mean, one thing that I always try to tell people is like, don't worry about what you have or like your gear or like you know what microphone guitar keyboard don't worry about all that like i i know it's easy to get caught up in like oh, i don't know if i have the right computer or the right software all that just use what you have there's a lot of free options out there like GarageBand for mac which i've used a lot i even used for parts of my triangle album <laughs> and there's other things like if you're on a pc there's free trials of like ableton and all that but basically the point is just use what you have it doesn't matter what program or what like guitar you're playing, as long as you put your heart and your soul into it, that's what really matters. That's what comes across to people. But and yeah. like own it. If you like use GarageBand, own it. Because yeah. no one if they care about that, then Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with them. Yeah, own own it. Yeah, that's a good that's a good advice. Like I feel like I was labeled chill wave when I started out and I was kinda like, uh, I don't I'm not chill wave, but but did you secretly really like it? No, I just, I didn't own it. But, you know, it's like, I'm cool with it. I like Chill Wave, you know? It's like, that's what I do. After all these years. Yeah. So if people are labeling you, like, don't worry about it. Just own it. Like, be like, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I use GarageBand. Yeah. yeah, I use GarageBand. That's like the sickest thing ever to say. Like, people who are obsessed with like, oh, you don't use this $1,000 plugin. It's like, who cares? But we could talk all night and True. day about this and I'm going to keep going because <laughs> if you are out there and you do want to get started in music you know maybe you're listening to this maybe you are afraid to like submit a song or make a song just like another thing to do is just go and do it like no one will give you permission to do what you want to do no one's gonna like say hey yeah you should follow your dream because like you're the only one who can really just do it you have to like trust and just believe that you can and you know no one is good enough to do what they do like your favorite musician out there when they started they probably sucked like no one is good enough to like 
be anything. They just do it. So, and for if you're a girl musician or just a girl out there, if you are trying something, if let's say you make a song and whatever, if you feel like you failed or someone tells you you're not good enough, I feel like as girls we're not told this enough. Like try again because we're always encouraged rather than trying again to do something else with anything in life and like that's so destructive i feel like and just i just want girls to not do that myself included i wish i didn't i wish people had encouraged me more with certain things i guess so if you are a girl and you feel like especially in the music industry people are kind of discouraging to you like know that you can do this and just believe in yourself because it's really important to get more females especially in electronic music and stuff definitely yeah. yes i wholeheartedly agree and support that it's awesome so that is just a tidbit of the <laughs> the huge knowledge and like wisdom that we have <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're a wealth of <laughs> We are knowledge. literal experts on this. But no, we just, we've been through so much of this. And like, one of our goals with this podcast is to like, help everyone who's trying to make music out there. And like, I'm stoked to be able to talk to you, to you all about this. So yeah. Wait, that reminds me of another fun fact. Can I yes. do a fun fact? Fun it's fact. actually not fun. I'm not exactly sure on the percentages. But a study done by... um a Swedish company of some sort found that like 76% of musicians suffered like some sort of mental like health with mental health issues from the industry so if you are going into this just like be mindful of that stuff because the more mindful that you are of your emotions and how things are making you feel which is where the intuition comes from I think it's really helpful because it's kind of it can be a discouraging place to be that's a fun fact. That's not a fun fact. It's kind of an unfun fact, but that's it's an like important fact. That's like a truth fact. fact. I feel fact. like it's just something that's like very comforting to know because maybe you're out there and you're making music or you've been making music for a while and you're just like, God, like some things in this industry make me feel kind of sad. And it's you're not alone. Yeah. There should be a support group for this. Definitely. I feel like any creative or artist is like in tune with some emotions in a way that's like different and that's true that can be tough for sure like you're you're taking on a lot of emotional stuff but yeah it's hard i am not like a doctor but yeah we're here for y'all and we're yeah neither of us are doctors but as you, you probably guess we're here for you players yeah so how do you feel about players i don't know if it's <laughs> like like, if we were like, what's up, players? Does that sound... How about this? Okay, so everyone listening to this point, that means you literally love this podcast. And what I want you guys to do is go to our Twitter or our Instagram, which, which are we're both, not that active on, but we will be. Which are both at PlaydatePod, and tell us what you think we should all be named as Playdate Podcast Squad, what you think the name should be. And yeah, so also something that you can do... To help us is to subscribe on Apple or Spotify, um, Google we're working on if it's not there yet. All of those places, subscribe to us, rate us, and give us a really good review because that will help us grow and reach more people. And it will honestly mean so much to us. So. It will make us smile like this. 
Yeah, you I'm could smiling. See. <laughs> Through the mask, I'm smiling huge. Yes. <laughs> From ear to ear, which on your mask is crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> we just want to once again say thank you to everyone. This has been such a freaking fun experience already. Like, yes. we had this little idea and we just wanted to do it. It's, it's been so cool to see all the songs come in. And all the support that you guys have, like, with your screenshots... That's really cool to see. If you are listening to this episode, screenshot it and share it with us because it's really cool. Yeah, screenshot and tag us on Instagram. Playdate Pod, Dream Angel, and Slow Magic. And it just, it gives us like, I don't know, such a nice feeling. It so gives us you. life. Yes. You to be able to life. do this. It's true. So, okay. So we're reaching the end of the podcast now. And I wanted to end with a fun fact that you told me the other week that you didn't want to share on, on the air. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so here it is. This is a fun fact to end on. But I just want to know out of all the fun facts <laughs> I've read you, which one you decided to all remember. All right, so here it is. Did you know... Oh, no, I know which one it is already. <laughs> that daddy long legs actually have a penis, which makes them not technically spiders? Thanks for listening, guys. This Bye. has been the Playdate Podcast. If that was super gross, I'm sorry. <laughs>